Find out about our new events and updates on Instagram and Facebook at ucla.aia. If you'd like to send in any questions or comments, or if you are interested in being a guest on the podcast, send them to ucla.aiapresident at gmail.com. Thank you for wanting to learn more about the Indonesian American experience, and I hope you enjoy the show. Welcome back, everyone, to the fourth episode of the AIA podcast with your host, Dylan. Today, I'm joined by the external vice president of the Association of Indonesian Americans, Francine Winata. Francine's a great friend of mine and was the one who initially invited me to AA, so I'm happy to have you on the podcast. Just for starters, I guess, like, how's it going? Um, I've been very tired. I just finished summer session A. I took Econ 41, and yeah, I was dying in that class, but it's okay. I ended up doing good in the end of that class, and now I'm doing summer session C, taking management 1B with um, Gardner, <laughs> and it's pretty easy because I, I like accounting actually you know what i, I like accounting okay. <laughs> all right nice nice yeah i i haven't looked into accounting too much so when you said gardner i don't really know who gardner is but i will i will find out eventually hopefully yeah so um yeah i think in this podcast episode we should talk about like your experience because your experience coming from Indonesia and then living here in the United States for a long time is a pretty unique experience because um, a lot of people either they're born here and they're Indonesian American since they've lived in the United States their whole life. But there are also people who um, may be born at a really young age and then they come here like when they're when they're babies. So they don't they don't know too much about Indonesia. But you were there and you knew what was going on, right? Like you, you were, you were still a child, but you were still able to, you know, remember things, right? So, um, could you talk a little bit about that experience of, um, I guess that, that shift from living in Indonesia to living in the United States? Um, yeah. It was definitely different, just like the environment itself, just because like in Indonesia, like there, like I had like my, like, yeah, my, like I had like maids and like I had like, no, my, I, I used my grandma's chauffeur and yeah. all that stuff. And like coming over here, like you have to be like independent. So like that was just kind of weird for me. Cause like, I mean, like, yeah, I was only a little kid, but like I would always like depend on like the, um, the, the the maid to like you know like cook or like clean <laughs> or and like you know like I didn't have to like rely on my dad to like drive me anywhere so like I like my grandma's driver always like was there mm-hmm. to like take me to like school or like sometimes like when when like pick me up from school and um like take me to like the mall in Indonesia so like that was kind of a different experience there and like the traffic in Indonesia oh my gosh (laughs) it's it's just it's just it's really crazy in Indonesia compared to like here it's probably even worse than traffic in LA (laughs) yeah definitely just because like like, the motorcycles and all that stuff like 
I just find it crazy. Like if LA traffic, if, if people think LA traffic is crazy, just wait until you see like Indonesia traffic. Like it's it's really bad. Yeah, that's so true. Like I've seen entire families on those motorcycles, right? And yeah, it's it's scary because you don't want to like bump into them or anything. Yeah, yeah, but um, I I can like really relate in the opposite sense because i've lived like my whole life in the united states but i went back to visit a few times but the first time i went to visit was like when i was 12 or 13. Wait, when did you come here um i came here when i was four i was almost five but like four oh, okay yeah so you were still like pretty young and everything yeah so i the first time i went to indonesia was when i was 12 so I think I was in like seventh grade or something and I yeah I was like really shocked with how there were maids and stuff because um, that was like the first thing that shocked me because um, like some of my relatives they had maids they had um, chauffeurs and like coming from the United States I see that as a pretty big privilege right that you're uh, that if you have a maid in the United States and if you have like a chauffeur in the United States you're you're probably like super rich but quite a few people in um in Indonesia have uh have maids and have chauffeurs and they don't have to be like amazingly rich like they they can be like middle class in in the United States standards and still um have have that uh have those I guess amenities and everything but but yeah also the traffic it is super crazy like i i only had the experience of um la traffic and the craziest traffic that i've witnessed before that was probably like new york traffic because one time i went to visit new york and yeah it's it's insane like like um and also not many people have cars because most people buy motorcycles right they because they are a bit cheaper to use and um, not everyone in Indonesia has the ability to buy a car. So yeah, it's it's super different when here, like everyone has a car, even if you're not uh, making that much money, like you can still buy a car for pretty cheap. And I guess gas is somewhat expensive. It's probably not expensive now because no one's going anywhere, but, but yeah, it's, it's it's pretty shocking but was there anything else that you felt like kind of shocked you maybe from um since you were going to like kindergarten that from yeah so yeah Yeah, did you see any um, difference maybe like from school did you go to school in indonesia at all yeah i actually went because like you know like in indonesia like it goes like from like there's like two types of kindergarten it's like kindergarten one and then you move on to kindergarten two and then you move on to first Mm -hmm. grade so like like compared to here where it's like only like you just go to kindergarten and go straight into like um first grade so did you i actually so did you start school when you were younger than um a kindergartner like um when when did you start school I don't remember, but I feel like, I feel like kindergarten one is kind of like the pre-K here. Mm. So like, I guess pre-K. Okay. So yeah, I think I was like, maybe like two, three. Oh, wow. I forgot, honestly. <laughs> that's, that's crazy. <laughs> I forgot. <laughs> Probably, 
hold on okay so like i barely turned four okay maybe like three actually because like yeah i think it was like three mm-hmm. i would say i was about three so yeah i came well like i went to a private um i went to private school i went to like international school so like and like i remember like my english teacher being like filipino so like my mom would make fun of me because like I, like i would say like instead of like pictures i would say like pictures <laughs> <laughs> i had like the filipino accent when i spoke english so like i guess like coming here like it was just kind of, kind of like because like I, I had the accent also i guess so like that kind of made me different from like the others and like just like Cause like I remember, I like my mom telling me that I learned the ABCs already, like back in like Indonesia, and then like all of a sudden like I came and like when I when I moved to kindergarten in the U.S. like they taught us like the ABCs and like I was like and like my mom t- was telling me that like I was so like I was like I was getting like really bored in class and all that stuff just because like it's just all review for me like I knew how to like read and write and all that stuff so I think like the level of education is like pretty like different com- like in Indonesia compared to like the U.S. Mm. So you felt like you were just repeating something once you got here. Mm. Yeah. Yeah. And like, um, definitely like the food. I don't know. Like, okay. I feel like in Indonesia, like just because like it's more common to like have Indonesian food. So like not many people like just made fun of you. I don't know. I felt like I felt, I remember like coming into like the U.S. like kindergarten, like my mom would pack me like Indonesian food. And then, like, they would be, like, like, all, like the kids in, like, my elementary school, they would be, like, what's that? And all that stuff. And, like, they would make... And, like, I remember, like, feeling, like, really, like... I was, like, oh... I, I remember, like, asking my mom, I was, like, mom, can you just pack me, like, regular food? <laughs> pack me some Lunchables. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I was, like... I was, like... And then, like, I... Oh, my gosh. I feel so ashamed of this. But, like, I remember, like, my mom, like, packed pack me, like, you know, like, roti and, like, like do you have like like do you put like meshes on your bread sometimes like have you heard of meshes meshes um like the little chocolate sprinkles oh yeah 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 (laughs) i remember my mom packed me that and then like 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 some some people were like what's that i was like it's sprinkles and then like they're like why do you put like sprinkles on your bread and like that just kind of made me feel ashamed (laughs) yeah i didn't realize that was like an indonesian thing like an indonesian type food (laughs) because i thought like it's like nutella you know it's it's nothing too crazy so yeah because um for me like my mom would have bread and then put butter and then put the meshes on top something like that yeah wow so you already felt like so the food was i guess it it made you different right in in school and it makes sense that like it's different from Indonesia and going here to the United States because if if your mom packs you like nasi goreng or something right in Indonesia and then everyone else has nasi goreng then it's like who cares but yeah, yeah but yeah that definitely makes sense going going here in the United States and having Indonesian food and just being different because yeah that's it's a tough experience too right yeah was there was there like a distinguished experience where you thought you were super different because you were Indonesian? Yeah, for, for sure. Like definitely. Like it was probably back in like 
it was like back in like elementary school where like yeah, I would be like oh yeah I'm from Indonesia and people would be like where's Indonesia and it's just like oh uh I don't know because like I didn't know how to answer that because like I was I was only like five or six mm-hmm. <laughs> and then like yeah like I don't know like it's just like not many people like brought it up so like I was like I didn't really like think about like the Indonesian culture it wasn't until like I feel like it wasn't until like high school or like middle like towards the end of like middle school mm-hmm. where like I actually started like getting towards like near towards um my Indonesian culture it's because like my my parents started going to um Indonesian Catholic Mass mm. at OC <laughs> KKI OC <laughs> so it wasn't until there where like I touched more on like my Indonesian roots but like I guess it's because like I didn't really have like I, like my part of Orange County like I didn't really have that many Indonesians so like I didn't really touch upon like my Indonesian culture at all and like I I wouldn't like I would always ask my parents, like, don't be, like, I would ask, I would always ask my mom, like, hey, like, you don't have to pack me, like, Indonesian food, like, I'm fine. (laughs) Dang. Yeah. Uh, I mean, I could, I could definitely relate to that, though, because people, for some reason, people think that Indonesia is India. Do you ever get that? Yeah. 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 Or, like. They would always mistake, like, I remember, like, as a kid, like, they would always, like, people would always ask me, like, what are you? I'm like, oh, I'm Indonesian. People would be like, oh, I thought you were, like, Jap, like, no, not Jap, no, you're Vietnamese or, like, you're, like, Chinese. I was like, yeah, I'm Chinese Indonesian, but, like, I didn't know what Chinese Indonesian. All I just knew was, like, Indonesian. Yeah, Yeah, that, yeah, that's so true. I, (laughs) um, like, I, I would usually get, like, Filipino or, um, Cambodian and it kind of upset me but I also had to understand that not many people know about Indonesia not many people know um it, what Indonesian Chinese means so like I didn't understand that at that time of course I was like kind of upset that hey this is where my mom is from this is where my relatives are from you know like put some respect on it <laughs> but like growing up you kind of realize that not no one is i mean most people aren't going to actively seek out knowledge that they don't have to seek out so so yeah those childhood experiences kind of upsetting but it's it's just a part of life i guess but yeah mm-hmm. um yeah so i i think you touched on a point there about how you started to become more involved in the Indonesian community in middle school. Um, did Was there like a church group or something that you were a part of that got you more involved? Because for me, I got more involved in like high school, in my junior year of high school, so a bit later than you. But I realized that it's like a group that makes you want to talk to people. And for me, it wasn't even the, the like, people my age. It was mainly, like, a lot of people that were my mom's age or my mom's friends. So, was there a group for you? Um, honestly, because, like, my dad was, like, a Sakistan. I don't know how to pronounce it, but, like, I hope I pronounced it right. <laughs> In, like, um, KKIOC. So then, like, 
my like so then we would always go to like the like de- the deacon's house mm. and so like i guess like that kind of like the deacon was like super nice and like so then i guess like that kind of geared me towards like the like just being like you know like i guess like my dad's friends also and that like my my mom and my dad's friends in that in kkioc the catholic community in orange county um i feel like they probably helped me like help me like oh my gosh i don't know how to say this but like bring me towards like my indonesian identity and like i same with my high school friends actually like i mean like i was like it was only, yeah that's towards the end of middle school yeah so i remember like my high school my group of friends in high school like they like like my high school was not like there was like barely any asians so like i guess like they were all like hispanics but like um but like they were kind of like curious about like the indonesian culture and so like i was like huh i don't know because like i like i mean like i do know like i do touch upon it like a little bit just because like i go back home to indonesia like every other year Mm. so like i guess like i always had that indonesian identity but like i like whenever like coming back to the u.s like i wouldn't like i wouldn't bring it out just because like yeah i felt like i just i just wanted to like blend in wait when do you go back to indonesia like what time uh usually in the summer oh really and panas yeah. with the <laughs> i mean it's always panas that's all true year that's round. true because <laughs> like um my i remember like junior year i went to japan to like i went to japan because my grandparents and my uncle and my aunt invited mm-hmm. me and then like i flew de- like and then like we all flew down to like we well, they went back home i went to indonesia just to like you know because i only had i had like three weeks of worth of winter break so i was like why not like i'll just go home <laughs> so then i went home and like literally like my luggage is filled with like cold clothes for japan mm-hmm. and then like all summer clothes for indonesia oh. <laughs> hey that's crazy yeah so I don't- yeah but all right so like i i usually go during the winter or the times that i've gone have been like in the winter and it's usually raining a lot so <laughs> so have you you've experienced like a have you experienced like a super big thunderstorm at yeah <laughs> it's crazy right it's like it's hot it's, so crazy. it's hot and it's humid and then all of a sudden it's just like pouring rain <laughs> mm-hmm. yeah dang it scared me the first time it's that crazy. i heard it i thought a volcano was going off or something i was like oh no kalimantan where are you at <laughs> <laughs> wait which wait, wait which part of in indo are your is your mom from oh um my my family's from samarang oh yeah okay. i mean yeah no i just mostly go to like i mostly stay within like west java if i do go out of the island it's mostly like bali yeah yeah i think that's oh i've gone out to bali and lombok and that's probably it i think there's another island that i went to but you know there's so many islands but java is mm-hmm. like super it's it's the center you know so mm-hmm. yeah like my mom said that like yeah she hasn't like like even growing up like she's from indonesia mm-hmm. she was born in indonesia she was like raised in indonesia and like she still hasn't gone to like all the islands mm-hmm. same with my dad <laughs> yeah i mean how, how can you go to all the islands that there's thirteen thousand or more of them or seventeen thousand. I I don't really remember the number, but yeah, it's it's 
it's it's crazy to go to all the islands. It's like it's, it's like saying that maybe you were born in California in the United States and then you just never go to any other state. Like that's possible. You could just live in California your、it、whole、is. life. So it is possible.、Yeah. I know some of my friends that like they they were born in California and like they have not even gone out to like any other state but California. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, like some people, it's just the farthest they've gone is like Las Vegas or something. <laughs> yeah.、Mm-hmm. Yeah, but、um, so you got you got more involved in church, and you got more involved in your identity because like people around you wanted to know more, right? So that kind of drove your interest, yeah. right?、Mm. Yeah, definitely. Like my high school friends definitely like helped me just because like they kind of told me their experiences and like what they like like because like, I I visited like their homes and like saw like. Like all their decorations and all that stuff, and I'm just like, oh, like that definitely like brought me like, like, like it gave me an epiphany, saying like, oh yeah, like I definitely should get more in touch with like my culture and all that stuff.、Mm. Wait, were these your Indonesian friends? Or, oh okay. I didn't have、oh, any, okay. I didn't, like <laughs> I didn't have any Indonesian friends in、mm. school. <laughs> yeah, I I had. A few, I think, but I never went to their homes or anything. So, <laughs> yeah. But so, like, you saw their cultural artifacts and whatnot, right? Yeah. And yeah. Yeah. So, like, yeah. Like, what did you see?、Then? I mean, like, most of my friends had like, pic- I mean, like, yeah, like, kin, like their quinceanera <laughs> pictures, and then like, like you know, like, the, like. My, their mom like blasting out like music, like Mexican music, and I was like, oh, <laughs> I, I definitely like my. I, I don't know. I remember like my my aunt would do that when she when she lived here for a while, um, like taking care of my littlest sister. <laughs> like she would blast out like dance、oh, on the TV <laughs> while like making my sister sleep and all that <laughs> stuff. And like I was like I remember I was like I don't want to listen to this I just want to watch TV. <laughs> yeah, well, <laughs> yeah. I was just I was just about to ask like what type of music would Indonesians blast out? Dangdut, of course. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Dangdut. Yeah. Or like you know like you like like did you grow up listening to like the children like Indonesian songs? Uh, not really. No. Like no, like you don't know like the um, like the the Bali song like Sungu Inda Tipulau Bali. No, no, no. No. I, I only know like lullabies and stuff, but. <laughs> Wait, do you know like Balangku Adalima? Yeah. No. So, yeah, that's a bit sad, but, but. <laughs> Um, yeah, I I know like a few lullabies, but I don't really know like child Indonesian songs. I grew up off the off the American English、uh, lullabies. I mean, not lullabies, but like just children's songs and stuff. I I know Nihao Nihao Kailan. You know, like, <laughs> it's that's different from English. Yeah, like after middle school, did you? Um, start to grow more into. I mean, did you start to learn more about your Indonesian heritage and everything since you were like in high school and stuff?、Um, how did 
how did high school, I guess, make you more interested in your Indonesian heritage? I guess it's because like my like my like we we just started getting more active in the Indonesian church. Mm-hmm. So like I think that's why like just being like around like a lot of Indonesians kind of like you know like I need to like get in touch with my culture because like I did like understand because like I think it was starting like I know I remember like elementary school like my parents would always speak English to me but then like towards like middle school and like high school like they just start speaking like pure Indonesian to mm. me so like I. Like I, I understood everything, but I just didn't know how to speak. <laughs> so like I think like just picking up on like, like them like listen like talking to their friends and like just picking up like what like what words they're saying like kind of just helped me like improve on my Indonesian also, while take like and then like in UCLA taking like Indo one two three mm-hmm. like that kind of helped me also. <laughs> Wait, so was there like a period in time where you just spoke mainly English? Mm-hmm. Definitely, when I was still in Indonesia, like when I was in Indonesia, like I was, cause like my parents were just like, oh yeah, like they were thinking that like we were gonna stay in Indonesia. I was gonna stay like in Indonesia, so like it was all gonna be all pure like Indonesian for me. So like I was, so then like they started speaking English to me, like, and then like I think like and then we moved here and like m- like elementary, like middle, elementary, elementary, they started. Just, they, they spoke English to me and then middle school I think that's when they start speaking Indonesian to me same with like up until now they still speak Indonesian to me only <laughs> <laughs> oh dang yeah that's yeah cause I think um I was like I thought that you spoke like Indonesian to your family um throughout like your whole your whole life and everything cause yeah cause your Indonesian is definitely much better than mine and probably better than most people in AIAs um but but yeah it, I've like tried to learn Indonesian and I'm trying to learn Indonesian by just speaking with um people and speaking with mainly like my older relatives because I think the older generation is going to pass on you know so I want to be able to speak to them and like hear their stories and everything before that happens. So yeah, that's, that's kind of what's been driving me to speak Indonesian, but what drives you personally to learn more Indonesian? Because you're in a world in the United States where like everyone's speaking English, right? And you're encouraged to just speak English, but, um, yeah. Definitely my grandparents. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Definitely my grandparents. Just because, like, I mean, like, I do want to work in my grandpa's accounting firm in Indonesia, too. So, like, I kind of, like, I want to, like, after after working, like, here, and like, after working in the U.S. for, like, a few years, like, I want to move to Indonesia to, like, work there. So, like, I think that's kind of, like, my main motivation also to, like, speak Indonesian. Just because, like in Indonesia like some some people can speak English mm-hmm. but like some some aren't privileged to learn English so like and like in order to like communicate with them like of course you have to know like Bahasa Indonesia yeah. you know yeah and going off of that like what inspired you to want to move back to Indonesia because that's kind of been a trend that I've seen that um people um people who have lived their whole lives here in the United States or have lived like most of their lives in the United States but still have connections and still have people in Indonesia they want to move back to Indonesia what what drew you to do that 
so um yeah i, I want to work in my grandpa's office <laughs> just because like yeah i don't know and like most of my family like most of my like family members like my relatives like yeah they're, they're mostly like over there anyways also mm-hmm. so i kind of like you know i kind of want to be close to them mm. yeah that I, I resonate with that a little bit because yeah i do have quite a few relatives back there but i haven't really like really made a hard decision of wanting to move back because i think the united states has like a lot of opportunities to have so i would i would stay here <laughs> um but yeah so moving on to aia and everything so you are one of the co-founders of aia right and um yeah. yeah so what um i guess like how was that like how did how did you start talking with jason and jessica and ian how did you all start like talking and forming this idea um so we all met like in indo one yeah. <laughs> we all met in the one ball quarter and like we just started talking about how like i think we just started talking about how like um how our experiences are like different from like the indonesians like from indonesia and so like i forgot how that topic got brought up but like that was def- that was definitely like one of like the main reasons why we wanted like to to form this club is to like just to learn more about like the indonesian american culture and like just like how different it is from like the indonesian cult like like the um like the indonesians from indonesia mm. you know yeah because the the experience is different right because i think that um in if you live here if you live here for most of your life you kind of grow up with um you kind of grow up being different and that is one of the things that distinguishes um us from growing up here because when you grow up in Indonesia or if you grow up in any other country, right? Like you grow up a certain way. You grow up maybe being the um, being the majority or being the um, being the privileged ones or something, right? So when you grow up in the United States, obviously this isn't like about every Indonesian, but certainly like a lot of us grow up being the odd ones out in in at school and like in our communities and such so yeah it it's definitely like great that we ha- have aia now so that it is a community it's, it's a space for people to talk about these different things so yeah, sure. yeah. so what I remember, oh yeah oh sorry. <laughs> no no oh, yeah. like i remember like being like the only indonesian like mm. literally i was like the only indonesian from like elementary to like high school <laughs> and then like coming to UCLA I was like oh and, like when I met like a bunch of like Indonesians I was like oh dang like I didn't know like the Indonesian population was like really big yeah. here yeah and talking about like high school and everything I I did have friends who were Indonesian but they didn't really think too much about their um culture and history and they weren't really like attached to it but to be fair at that point in my life I wasn't really like attached or too um too connected to my Indonesian heritage and um 
but I I was like going towards that path though because when I visited Indonesia for the first time and I realized like this is a different world this is like this is crazy I want to learn more about this um that's that's when it started I think was when I was 12 and I visited for the first time and met all my relatives who I've only seen through Skype and WhatsApp so I I think that um it's yeah it's it's really great to be able to learn about it now in college and um also like just looking back on how before I I was thinking maybe if I don't focus on my culture and my history then I can like go faster and be able to uh progress farther and everything if I just like keep looking forward and don't look at history and culture do you think that there is um that someone who wants to progress should look at their history and look at their cultural identity I guess progressing like the economic sense, you know, yeah. Um hmm. I don't know. I feel like we should look into like I feel like everyone like should look into like the history of it just because like no, like I don't know how to say it, but like it's just it's it's good to learn about like the history just because like I don't know how to say this. <laughs> Shoot. I mean, like, with like history, like you get to learn more, like from like where you came from, you know. So like, I feel like that's just that's really important about how like just part of like the Indonesian like Indonesian culture. You know? Yeah. <laughs> Okay, <laughs> it's all good. I don't know what I'm saying. But yeah, yeah. <laughs> well, yeah, I think um, I just wanted to tie that into how I guess like a lot of us who come from Southeast Asian countries or like come from Indonesia, I think we're taught in the United States that in order to move forward, you need to not look back, right? But I think having that identity and understanding yourself understanding why you're here and everything is important in understanding who you are so i think it plays a pretty big part in like feeling fulfilled but that's just like my take on it so we talked a little bit about how you founded aia with everyone else and just how that experience was was there anything like interesting that you've learned being a founder and starting your own club? The constitution, man. <laughs> the constitution the constitution was probably like the most stressful part, but like it was pretty fun like planning all the events and like like or, like even though like spring quarter was online, like planning the general meetings cuz like I feel like I learned a lot about like Indonesian history through like those general meetings. Yeah. Like mm-hmm. it's like that one, huh? Oh, like oh, okay. That one meeting, the one general meeting where we talked about like, uh, I think it was like the the presidents. I don't remember what week that was, but like when we had that general meeting, like when Jason was like presenting about like the presidents, and like we had like the um, like she, he presented like events, ha- like the major events happening. 
the major events happening during like their presidency I'm like yeah yeah mm. yeah i felt like i learned a lot oh sorry oh no no, no. i keep keep going <laughs> okay oh yeah no i felt like i learned a lot even though like i did like i did like read upon like i i did read on like some of the events like a little bit like i i just read like the main points i didn't really go like more in depth on it like i actually did experience like one of them <laughs> oh yeah which one was that it was like the um the bali bombings and like in, like the 2004 bali bombing mm. i think it was 2004 but like i remember i remember like i was in bali <laughs> wait how was how was that experience uh, I mean, like that memory is still ingrained in my brain. Like, since I was, <laughs> like do you remember you what know, happened? Like, I don't. Hmm? All I just remember was like having dinner on the beach, and then like all of a sudden, like we uh, like like we saw an explosion. And, like me being that dumb three year old, buried my sandals in the sand. <laughs> and so then, like when like so then like I remember like everyone like I remember like everyone like panicking and like we all like ran away and like I remember like finding for my sandals, but like. I couldn't find it. I didn't know where my sandals were. So then, like, my mom just, like, and, like carried me, and, like, all the way back to the hotel. Wait, so your mom just, like, took you under her arm or something and just... Wow. Yeah. I couldn't walk because like, I didn't have sandals. <laughs> Dang. Yeah, you lived through a historical event. That's, that's pretty amazing. Uh, so... So, yeah, you learned all these, like, different things in... Um, being a part of AIA and everything so I mean I also learned quite a bit I I didn't know anything about the presidents I only knew Jokowi all right that's that's all that's all I heard about was Jokowi and Ahok so yeah I think that um, the education like through our workshops and through what we teach is, is something that people don't really know about even if you're Indonesian um, do you ever feel like your your parents don't want to talk about the history or talk about your culture? Um, I mean, I feel like I noticed that more towards like my grandpa, because mm-hmm. <laughs> like I would always ask, and like my grandpa would just kind of talk about it, like a little bit, and then like he would just dismiss it. Mm. So, what? Like, give me an example of what you would do. So, like, I remember. Like, I was, like, I remember, like, I asked, like, my grandpa about, like, a president, and then, like, he just kind of, like, he got mad at me, so I was, like, oh, okay. <laughs> Dang. Dang, yeah, that's, yeah, that, that's a pretty similar experience I've had, but, um, like, it would be, like, certain things that I would, I would say, and then my grandparents would be, like, no, don't say that, or, yeah, it's, it's, like, they're, they're watching or something, like, yeah and um i think i think our job as i guess the next generation of indonesians and being in the united states and everything is to be more open about the history being more open about culture and such and that's gonna take some time though because i think even now i feel a little bit like a fear of talking about things that have happened in indonesia's past to people um do you ever feel that way Yeah, like, uh, the thing is, like, I don't want to, like, I don't really want to talk about it just because, like, I don't want to say, like, the wrong thing, mm-hmm. you know? So, like, I'm scared of saying, like, the wrong thing and, like, you know, saying the wrong information to, like, people. So I tend not to talk about it. Mm-hmm. 
Cause like the thing with like the thing with like Indonesia like histories like you you just kind of need to be careful. Cause like I don't know I feel like you just have to be like really careful. Like just like it's like similar to like U.S. history where like you just kind of have to be careful with like what you have to say and what you have to say and all that stuff. You know. Same with politics. Like it's just politics too. <laughs> yeah, history has always been like pretty political, and I think. The United States, it's a bit more free to just say whatever you want about the history. Like you can, people have alternate histories of um, what's happened in the past because, I mean, history is always written by the victors, right? So, so in the United States, it's like it's easier to paint. Um, I guess growing up, when I learned about U.S. history and when, even when I learned about U.S. Uh, world history, I would see like the U.S. as the victors. For example, in the Philippines, right? I saw the United States being this hero coming in and being like, "Hey, we're gonna protect you." <laughs> so, I I think that history is a is a pretty political thing, and it's it's definitely very political with um, Indonesia, just because of um, what from our perspective from the United States, like from what we've seen we see like this side of the history but in indonesia for a long time it was taught another part of history so that's just like a pretty scary thing to try and toe the line with but yeah um is there is there something that you want to talk about in aia that you feel like really passionate about feel i mean like i um I don't know. Definitely, like I don't know. I kind of, I kind of want to talk about like food, <laughs> <laughs> like the different types of food in like the different provinces. Because like I know that like some like what's called like some some like cities in Indonesia have like different types of like food that they have. Like I know like in Cirebon where my mom is from, like like that's where like that's where um tahu gejrot was popularized. I don't know if you know tahu gejrot, but like it's just like tofu and then like it's like um like what kind of soup is like vinegar soup and like we just add like jabe and all that it's, it's, it's really good i like it <laughs> like how it's like how like um or like what's it called like nasi guduk i think i think it's called nasi guduk or like that's like that that's where like jogja that's what like jogja is known for or like it's just like it's just the different types of food like in each Indonesian province. I feel like that would be like a really nice topic to touch on, mm-hmm. <laughs> or and like we can also talk about like the like like some fusion foods like that they have here, like some fusion Indonesian foods maybe. <laughs> <laughs> oh yeah, um, what do you think about the Indonesian food here? Um, I mean like, it's 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 good. It's it's a it's good, but like. Nothing can compare like the food in Indonesia. Mm. <laughs> yeah. I don't know. I really miss the Indonesian food in Indonesia. <laughs> yeah. Just because like some some like some ingredients that like some ing- they they don't have like some ingredients here like like from Indo- like um for what? I don't know if you know this fruit called like salak. <laughs> I don't I don't think it's so. It's like no. the the 
Oh, it's like the snakeskin fruit where like you have to like it's like that brown. Fruit. Oh wait, yeah, yeah, I you do. have to like yeah. peel it off okay. and then like you got big brown seed in yeah. the middle. I just don't know the names of many things. So oh, okay, okay, okay. Yeah. Like yeah, no, like I I definitely miss that. It's my favorite fruit. <laughs> I always have it. Like my my gram my grandma makes sure that, like like that um that my aunt like buys a lot of those because like she knows that I will eat them. <laughs> Or like you know like the like the pepe like it's like that little like cake where it's like sometimes like they have like get like cheese like in the bottom or in, like kind of looks like it's, it's kind of kind of looks like the like, shape of a taco oh. <laughs> and like in the bottom there's like sometimes there's like chocolate sometimes there's like cheese I don't know if you know oh that. yeah I you know what I'm talking yeah, about I think right I do. yeah wait is it like the okay wait, is it like the layer kind of cake or um, I can look at <laughs> But, like, yeah, no, definitely, like, the cakes over, like, the cake over there, like, I really, like, I, I like the ones that they have over there. Mm. Oh, yeah, 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 wait, no, it's, uh, oh, my gosh, what's that? I, it's not Kue Pepe, oh, my gosh, I forgot what it's called. It's okay. <laughs> but, like, yeah, no. I, I forgot what it's called. It's not quite perfect. Just kidding. Okay. Um, but, like, it was... Gosh, they sometimes they sell it in church. I don't know if they sell it in Ikadla, but, like, they sometimes sell it, like, in, um, OC. Mm. But, like, yeah, that came. Okay. Because, <laughs> <laughs> okay. like, I remember, like, I went to, like, my great... My great aunt. Yeah, my great aunt. Mm. Yeah, my great aunt's house, and like, um, my dad's cousin like brought some brought some of that cake, and like it just like it was so good because like it was just fresh and all that stuff, and then like, and then like I was like, oh yeah, I want some of that, and so then like when I when like when I went to like the did you go to like you know like the Hong Kong Plaza? Yeah, yeah. So like, <laughs> I went over there, and then I got like that cake, and like I was like, oh, I mean it doesn't taste the same, but like I guess it's okay. <laughs> Oh, uh, yeah. Uh, there's, I, I think, for some reason, like I know that the food in Indonesia is better, and it tastes better, but sometimes, like I just really can't tell the difference. I guess because I I grew up eating like Indonesian food from here, you know, and I think a lot of like my memories are tied to to the Indonesian food that I've grown up with, which is in the United States and everything. So, and also it's probably like the regulations too. Like I think they put some, put something else. They put something else in the yeah. in that food so that you stay. I'm not gonna lie, probably. <laughs> uh, but, but yeah, the, the food um, is a really important part. And I, that's something that um, Jason and I talked about is just like, why is it though is why is like food the some the first thing that we talk about when we talk about culture why do you think that is i feel like it's because you know what everyone loves food. yeah <laughs> <laughs> everyone loves food we all need food to survive so like i feel like you know like if you're like if the, if the person's feeling adventurous like, you know they, they love to try different things like you know indonesian food 
that definitely gets into like the culture just because like there's so much like indo like no matter like what part like no matter what part of indonesia you're from it's definitely a different culture than like what like what like what other people experience like someone from like jerbon would experience something different than like jakarta or like someone from like bali is like diff like you know they experience like different cultures than like someone from like bandung or something you know mm-hmm. yeah i feel like indonesian culture is like very it's a lot like you, you can't like it's not like something it's, it's just it's just like living here like you can't really explain like why like you know like a specific culture like it's just like it just depends on what culture you're talking about mm. yeah it's not like something you can just package into one thing you can't just say that the culture in java is the culture of everywhere else you know so mm-hmm. yeah all right well yeah it's um i would like to learn though why do why did my mom put some sprinkles on my bread <laughs> that would be pretty interesting <laughs> maybe there's something to that that um we can figure out well to wrap it up thank you francine for being on this podcast it was really insightful to learn about all you had to say growing up in indonesia for a period of your life and then going to the united states because that's a perspective that we don't really see too much so i'm really thankful for you to take the time to be on this podcast i'm glad you were able to um talk more about your views and talk about what drove you to aia and everything <laughs> yeah for sure for sure all right well that will and we'll end it off right there then and thank you to everyone who has listened to this podcast and i hope you all have a great day Bye-bye.